Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 408 reading between the lines with special guests my girl mila let's go episode 408 ladies and gentlemen this is a very special episode real quick before we get into it i want to let you guys know this is my first video episode for the medicine ball podcast so it will be releasing on youtube the audio sounds a little odd but work with me as i continue to grow and build my guest is somebody i really really rock with her audio sounds fine thank y'all for the support yeah yeah Welcome, welcome to a, a very special episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast with a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Miss Mila. Mila Ministries is her uh is her uh brainchild, would you say? Or what what would you call it? What would you call this whole thing? I want to immediately turn it over to you to intro yourself because I know we have a good vibe and then we could go from there. Me, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Mila. Hey, what's up? So Mila Ministries is actually my brand, right? Um, it is the, I guess you can say the overseer of everything I do from my podcast to actually giving back to the community, um, as well as equipment, entrepreneur, I said entrepreneurs, <laughs> entrepreneurs, leaders, and creatives, um, equipping them to basically heal their pain, understand who they are so that they can grow into their purpose and doing it from a godly perspective. So just more so equipping them in the healing department so they can grow um, into who it is that God wants them to be. Awesome. 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 Excellent. And um, you are a speaker, a podcaster. You do have a podcast that is coming out a minute with Mila uh, as well as YouTube where people can locate you. You'll have the Mila TV. Um, I'm very excited just to go ahead and get into this because we do have very organic and good conversations. So I told you guys who were listening to the episode a little bit about it last week, but we were talking about timing. And I said that it's important that we're also able to understand and see signs when it comes to timing things. I'm going to have to pause it. He, he, sorry about that. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Um, I wanted to give you a chance to, like I said, signs and all of that good stuff, but yes, ma'am, I want you to go straight into it. All right. So this couldn't have come at a better time because you know we had a conversation earlier this morning about a situation I was dealing with in my personal life, right? And so I'm scrolling on YouTube and I I listen or watch different videos from time to time, whether it be spiritual um, or whether it be, you know, helping you to build yourself up emotionally, just all different kind of teachings, right? And uh, I just so happened to stumble across a prophetic word and <laughs> And listen, 
that exact prophetic word said, that is not it. It is a distraction. When I tell you, Trey, like it completely blew my mind because I said, man, and she had literally just posted it 30 minutes before I saw it on YouTube. So before we even started this podcast, she had just posted it. And I just thought it was crazy because God, people don't realize God will use vessels to send you a sign, right? He will use vessels to speak to you or either he'll show you certain things um, that he know that you're going to pay attention to, whether it be you keep seeing the same thing over and over again, you keep hearing the same thing over and over again, you dream about it, right? You have conversations about it. And I just, it was mind blowing to me. It was a confirmation because I do believe signs are meant to be a confirmation of what God is already speaking to your spirit. But people have to settle their spirits enough to know that it's God that's speaking, right? I think that's half the battle. Start. So I want to just, and I just want to piggyback on that because I know that's something that you were literally talking to me about yesterday. Like you have to find time to rest. You have to find time to like do these specific things. So I think with me and you know, it is, we do talk about mental health here, but with my anxiety, I think my main thing is just calming myself to a point of being open to hear it. So like, can you speak on that a little bit more? Because I know when we're constantly bombarded with stuff, it can be hard to hear like confirmation, especially if you're a believer from God and and know that it's from him. Can you speak on like quieting yourself a little bit? You know, I'm going to take you on a journey of how I got to where I am now and being comfortable in solitude, right? This isn't just something that happened overnight. This was something um, that I, I had been, I guess, prepped for. So it started where, and I'm going to give you a small journey just so you guys can understand where it is that I'm about to go. So when I left my nine to five at State Farm, um, I didn't have money to pay for cable, right? Uh, or extracurricular things. So slowly but surely, I stopped watching TV. And at first, it started out because I had to. It wasn't because I didn't want to. It was just, ugh, I ain't got no choice, right? And um, so I, I stopped, you know, watching TV like that. Uh, but I will say other things begin to take my focus. And it was a good thing because now I started diving into things that were more spiritual. Even though my spiritual path was completely different from what it is now, I was still diving into things that were building me up, right? Or so I thought. And so what happens is, is when you get rid of one distraction, you want to supplement it with something that's more meaningful, with something that's going to help edify you as an individual. In that place, in the place yes. of that distraction. Okay, right, because right if, if you don't, you're just going to go find another distraction. Correct. And Correct. so, <laughs> I mean, because that's really what it boils down to. And so- that happened. And so I started going really, 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 really deep um, on my spiritual path. And I just noticed there was just certain things that I just, I didn't want. Like I said, first it started with TV. Now it's social media. I don't even get on social media like that. But again, I was forced to initially. Um, and I won't go too much into details as to why I'm not on social media. But I will say this, just like not watching TV. I was forced to get off. And so now that I try to get back on, it's not that I don't want to be on there because I do get on there from time to time, but I want to make sure that when I get on there, that my timeline is full of educational things, is full of things that's going to feed me spiritually. It's not anything that's going to make me look at myself in a light where I feel less than because I had a lot of that on my old social media. Um, me constantly trying to compare myself to other people and, and feeling like I'm not where I should be because that's also a distraction. Right. Um, and so now that I get on there, I get on there real quick. I might catch a word on the video or something like that post if I post for that day and then get off. But I noticed this is the major key for me. I noticed once I discovered why I was truly here, it cut off all riffraff because now I have tunnel vision, right? And so when you get to a place where you have tunnel vision, it makes it so much more easier to sit within your own company. It makes it easier to just sit with your thoughts. But not only that, you got to heal. My deliverance played a major role in me being comfortable with my own company, 
But again, I was forced into deliverance, even when it comes to friendships or associates, any type of partnerships like that. I had to become very selective because, again, certain things that I dealt with in the past. And that's what actually forced me into solitude because it was a whole it was a point in my life where I didn't really speak to anybody like that. Now, that's not healthy and I'm not telling anybody to do that. But again, it 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 started to shape me and mold me to be like, girl, I could sit in my room for 10 hours, not get on social media, not watch TV and just really sit there and lay on the bed and let God speak to me. But mm-hmm. I'll go ahead. That you said makes so much sense to me, because to me, I tell people my true spiritual journey was kind of forced with the pandemic. Right. It was forced. And I know with me, the two things that I had to do immediately before you can even go start to think about dealing with other people, forgiving them and healing with them. I had to forgive myself for a lot of things first. And I had to be okay with myself before I could even sit with myself. So I know that that was like, you know, when you talk about solitude and being able to be okay with your own company, you got to kind of like the person that you are or else that time can be spent kind of like beating yourself down. So I think it's very important that you said that. Yes. Healing plays a major part of that. Now, I'm about to say something. And, and, and again, I am a true bona fide believer. I know this podcast is not uh, a spiritual podcast per se. I gave him a heads up last 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 episode. I okay, said, okay, okay. Gonna, cool. I didn't want to hit you guys blindsided <laughs> with it, but this episode is gonna be it. So go ahead. All right. And so for me, even when it comes to mental illness, the thoughts that we have in our mind, I'm not, and I'm not saying that this is every mental illness because some of it is chemical imbalance, right? But deliverance played a major role in me getting to the point where I'm at because if you don't get delivered you know what all that trauma all that pain that you dealt with is going to keep playing over and over and over in your mind Sub, uh, subconsciously you're going to continue to go into the same cycles you're going to continue to meet the same type of people because like attract like you know, whatever spirit or energy, as most people would say that you possess, that is the same type of energy that you are going to attract. And so for me, deliverance was very, very critical in order for me to hear God clearly. Um, And there's more than one way to hear God. You can hear him through reading the Bible. Like I said, he could use a vessel. He can speak to you directly if you're prophetic, um, as well as just showing you signs and symbols throughout you know, everyday life. But again, you got to be saying a lot right now. Go ahead. Yeah. You have to be still enough or at least aware enough to pick it up. Because if you aren't aware, nine times out of 10, you're just going to move through life. Like everything is cool and not pay it no mind. And so I want to just touch on one thing that you had said to me when we first kind of reconnected in reference to the mental illness or a diagnosis. And again, this isn't for everybody, but for me, especially being a believer, when we were talking about bipolar mm-hmm. and you were like, yo, I really think that that could be like some type of anger. And the average person is going to get defensive at that. But I had to stop and really think about it. And I was like, I can definitely see that. And I say this humbly, the more I kind of align myself with God and his teachings and being the way that he wants me to be, people don't even really believe that I even have a mental illness so that just points more to what you were just saying it's not everybody some people is chemical Mm -hmm. but if you are a believer and you want to get into that Mm -hmm. the more that I try to like engross myself into him and being the way that he wants me to be it's kind of like the less pronounced the bipolar or the anxiety is so um that is really something that I really, you know, thought about ever since you said it. And I, and if people, and I know a lot of people who listen to this are believers or trying to walk in a way to become a believer. That's something that, um, I think we should be open to. And, um, you know, once you said that to me, it just really like. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, 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 it's spiritual, right? But because there are so many people (laughs) who aren't necessarily in tune spiritually, they remain in bondage. Correct. Um, and so, yeah, definitely. So I would say for me, that's how that's that is, I guess, when it comes to signs, how I got to where I'm at to be able to even be able to hear God. I'll say that I can hear God because of my journey and being forced to let go of certain distractions. 
So, like I said, hearing God is half the battle, and then the next half is actually accepting the signs or recognizing the signs that you hear or see. So that's the second part. Now, me and you didn't talk about this, but it's a lot that my podcast doesn't know that I'm going to get into down the line. But when you're talking about hearing and seeing signs, and it's just so crazy because it's like, real quick, I know you from that State Farm job that you just made a reference to, and it's like, we had no contact, maybe something small on the music tip, but it was no real contact for maybe like how many years? It was a long, because I love, I love State Farm June 3rd of 2016. So it's been almost six years since I left corporate America. Um, and I believe that if I'm not mistaken, we got split up from our team about a year. That. Yeah, about that. a year and a half after we were there, because I was at State Farm for about two and a half years. So I want to say it's been almost seven years. No, yeah, it was, it, it's been about a six year gap since you and I actually spoke because we reconnected last year. So I would say about six or seven years. It wasn't until, and this speaks to what you was just saying too, because you were just saying a lot of loaded stuff. It wasn't until like I started getting a bigger spiritual growth to even start seeing the signs a little bit. I don't even remember how me and you came back across, but I remember seeing your page and I didn't know any of your backstory, but I just saw somebody who I had known previously. And to be honest with you, and I think I've told you this, I was just really proud of you. I was really like, yo, do your thing. And, and, um, you know, I see you out here and like, yo, I really see you as a big entity, a big brand out here. And even you were very humble with it. And, you know, you gave me more of your story, which they can go however you want them to figure that out and yeah. um, get you going, let them go do that. But um, once you gave me more on that, I feel like because, and I don't, and, and this is what's going to hurt people. There's definitely levels to this spirituality if you're a believer, because it's certain things that I could talk about with you that there are people I go to church with and I can't talk about with them. There are people who have put me in the church, like my mom who does certain things that I just wouldn't necessarily talk to her about. So it goes back to the Holy Spirit, I guess you would say, and it gives you a deeper level. Like even when I read through the Bibles the first times, I'll be the first to admit, when they start naming off names or when they start naming off like tribes or they start naming off locations, I would just speed read through it because it didn't mean nothing to me. But as I read through it and I kept like devoting myself to God and understanding more, now it's like kind of interesting. Like, hold on, let me make sure because I know I'm going to see these names somewhere again in the story. Let me see what he's talking about and where they are. So I think there's definitely levels to it. But yeah, I, I agree. Engrossing yourself and committing, the more you commit yourself to it, the more kind of, and I want to be careful, but it really is discernment. I feel like he will give you. And I spoke to this on a previous episode. The Greek word I think is diocracies for it, but it's spiritual discernment and, and believer spiritual discernment, which is more correct. So um, I know for you, I just see you on a whole nother level with it. And it has really caused me like just within the last month or so to like really step up my game, really double up on it. And, um, this whole shift that we were talking uh, talking about, did you want to speak to that or just like kind of how you're aware of that and what's going on? Because there's so many ways we can go with these signs. You know, so let's, before I do that, let's piggyback on to how you and I even reconnected, right? Because right. I think that's pivotal for where this conversation is about. Correct. It is, it is, it is. So sure. when you saw me, first of all, I think you and I have been following each other for years, but you know, yeah. when you don't like each other's stuff, you don't show you don't, up in each other's, you know, feed. That's what it is. And so I think when you ended up starting, when you started to see me on your timeline again, at that point, that's when I had all of the success from my previous business, right? Mm. So now my page is growing. I'm getting thousands of likes and comments and right. views. And so now I'm pretty sure the algorithm was suggesting me to your feed. <laughs> okay, right, right. That <laughs> and, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And so I, I, I believe it was pivotal for us to reconnect or at least have some sort of conversation uh, was because the very thing that you do at that time, I I, I knew I was going to do it, but right. I didn't know that it was going to be so prominent in my new endeavors, right? Right. And because around that time, it's actually when God began to shift me on my spiritual journey. All right. And, and so I think this, we have may have, you might have just told me, started telling me a little bit about what's going on. Right. Correct. Because I literally had just transitioned when you and I had begin to, mm. um, you and I had begin to speak. 
And at that time, I didn't know, like, you were going to actually be somebody, um, I guess you could say, to guide me in this new endeavor, right? Because podcasting is... It's new for me. I'm a video girl. So for those of you right. who don't know, I, I had a really big YouTube channel. I had over 100,000 people um, on that channel, what have you. So I'm more of a video person, like podcasting, audio, engineering. You know, he does the whole music thing, so he knows about that. That's not my thing. And I'm um, not the video person. Right, right, right. I knew nothing <laughs> about it. If you were following the podcast, I was telling y'all, I was literally in tears trying to do some of this video editing and stuff. I even had a big launch plan that got frozen and a bunch of stuff happened. Right. And so um, we would just like each other's stuff from time to time. I would see he had a podcast and I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, it, time went on, time went on. And then finally, a whole year later, <laughs> I actually reached out to him because I was ready to start my podcast. And I'm like, hey, can you help me? And it was crazy because I had taken course, I had taken courses. I had already had an intro up for my podcast in 2019. Uh, and yeah, 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 um, yeah. And so it just, that's another thing. You got to pay attention to the signs because signs and timing go hand in hand. It wasn't time yet. And when you don't get a, a, a green light from God, sometimes it's God telling you, wait, not yet. You know what I'm saying? But you got to differentiate and discern whether it's a demonic blockage or whether it's God, it's a blockage from God. God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole nother conversation. Correct. And so um, it just wasn't time yet. And let me piggyback on that comment I just made. Uh, the enemy can't do nothing without God's permission. Right. So what was meant for evil, God would use it for good. Even if it is a demonic blockage, God is going to use that to his benefit in some type of way in the future. I just mm-hmm. wanted to say that. That's right? important, though, for probably what we're about to go more into with the signs, because that's how you're going to be able to tell where the sign coming from. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I knew that it was time to reach out to him because I just had this this urge that I could not resist. I kept having visions. I, I, I kept having so much inspiration around wanting to get back on this podcast and I, I don't know. Originally, it was, okay, it's a podcast. And then I allowed someone to come in and tell me, no, you don't want a podcast. You want a TV show. And I went with it. Here's the thing. So, total time out, because even at that time, it might have been just like two or three months. But even though we had reconnected, there was still like an additional two or three months where my grandmother had passed. But I guess you were dealing with the TV show or whatnot as well. After we had reconnected, but go ahead because I remember like I was like, okay, she kind of went ghost, and it wasn't a yeah. personal thing, but I was no, like, no, 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 you thing. had a lot going on, and then I right. started deviating because this person that I reached out to, you know, she is actually a producer on a really big TV show. I won't say what you know because right. I don't right. name we know drop, how that works. but yeah, works. <laughs> yeah, so she was just basically telling me like, you don't want a podcast, you want a TV show that you can upload to a podcast platform, and. Right. I've had visions of that, right? So I'm thinking because I had a vision of that and her telling me that, that it was the time or I took it as a sign that it was time for me to do that. And so um, even when you are receiving signs, you still have to make sure that it's being done within God's timing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was just God confirming to me what he had already shown me. However, it it was kind of almost one of those things where he was saying, now... Nah, you're going to do a show, but you're going to do it as a podcast first. Okay? Because you got to take into... Now, God, now, I don't ever place God in a box, but I know how he right. deals with me. So when you really build you that relationship that. with him, exactly. you got to know how he deals with you. And I say that to say this. He's one of those people that have blessed me to use what's in my hands. I mm. have been able to build everything that I have with nothing. I, I build a YouTube channel with a cell phone, a ring light, and internet that was it yeah you told me that you said you was just okay that's it and <laughs> so <laughs> my thing is i so i knew that because every time i was trying to get up with this person to help me um with the tv show every time i was trying to find people to do this for me find a venue do that do this right, right. it was like it was always a hassle and for whatever reason I knew because I operate within the prophetic because the messages that I want to give on my podcast, even though it may not be always spiritual, it's still going to be something that God has inspired me to speak about. I don't want to have to wait to record it 
And I'm like, okay, so maybe it is a podcast because with a TV show platform uh, format, I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. And so it was just so many blockages. And as soon as I called you, it was just like the door opened back up because I had been stagnant up <laughs> until that point. So let me ask you this. And this is just kind of just building off of what you were just saying. Now, I always say test everything. And I believe there's scripture that says test, test everything. The spirits. Right. So, mm-hmm. but it's just like, how can we, and this is for people who may be listening, how can we test something? Because I know with me, my biggest thing, I'm almost fearful to make sure that what I'm hearing is coming from a divine place versus these spirits that are really, I, I believe you told Seducing me. Seducing spirits. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I believe you told me one of them operates from a place of accuracy, but it's not from the Lord. Yeah. The so spirit how of divination. You- what are some things that you can do? Because again, I look to you kind of definitely more, not even kind of more discerning than me. What are some things that we can start to do so we can make sure that we're walking in like the thing that God has us walking in the way that God has us being available for him to use per se. Uh, are, I would say. The, the, I know, the right. Three, it's loaded. The three, yeah. It's three for, I would say the three main things is one reading scripture because God's word will never go against his own. Mm-hmm. So if if it's somebody coming to you, giving you a message from God, it's not going to contradict what he says in scripture. That's, that's one. Two, um, fasting. Fasting allows you to um, hear God, right? Fasting, you're going to have to dig on it because you know some people don't like to fast. Like, give us a little bit more. Listen, like, fasting is a requirement for all them people is, that be like, I ain't got to fast. And you wondering why you still broke. You yeah. wondering why you still single. You wondering, you know, I can keep going on and on. But there it, it says it in the Bible that fasting breaks all bands of wickedness. Jesus even said only this kind comes out by through prayer and fasting. Amen. So whatever spiritual suppression that you're dealing with, I don't care how much deliverance you go through, how much prayer you do, it's not going to break until you fast. All right. And and there's different types of fast, but I want to say it's either Isaiah 58 or Isaiah 56. I, I can't think off the top of my head, but it's in the book of Isaiah. I know that uh, it tells you what a perfect fast is and the things that you are required to do in order for that fast to be successful. Now, there's different types of fasts. You can do a juice fast. You could do a water-only fast. You could do an absolute fast where there's no food, no water. Um, the Daniel fast is cool, but I would say if you're trying to really break through something, no food is is really what you want to go with. You could mm-hmm. do it from 6 in the morning to 6 at night. You can do a complete three-day water fast, three-day absolute fast. Um you could do a 21-day juice fast. I mean, it's up to you how you want to do it, but taking food out of your diet for a certain amount of time is going to be required. And it allows whatever suppressing spirits that has your thoughts captivated. That Because a lot of times when we can't think clearly, that is a spiritual suppression. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and so fasting. Fast, right? And then the next one I would say is prayer. When you build a relationship with God and you know how he speaks to you, you know how he deals with you, then you know when this person speaks, it's like, okay, it doesn't sound like some God would say, but you still want to go back and pray about it. You still want to test it against scripture. And then another one, I'm going to throw in a fourth one. We love bonus points here at Medicine Hall, <laughs> so we'll take it. We I'm going to throw in a fourth points. one. Um, does, does the per? oh, let me not say that. Does the word that's being given... Uh, reflect the fruit of the spirit because if it doesn't reflect the fruit of the spirit then it's kind of like is that really from god God. i'm gonna give you a prime example i and i know this is going to be a stretch and this one is going to be common sense but i'm just going to give you an example if someone comes to you and say oh my gosh god told me that um your mother's gonna die tomorrow that is that. No, it's a lot of it's a lot of hypocrisy because you that. you yeah. know why? Because mm-hmm. it instills fear. And God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but a power, love and of a sound mind. So you got to ask yourself, even if it's accurate, it could be totally accurate. And your mother dies tomorrow. 
I guarantee you that one from God. I can promise you that was probably the spirit of divination or some other type of spirit. Um, and I now, can follow you with that just real quick because when my grandmother passed, I always said before she passed, and I don't know what kind of spirit it was, but it was just like, man, I just lose it. I'll just go crazy. I'll just ah, blah everything. But the way she passed, he let me, I could clearly see that like, the things he made me go through spiritually and everything was building me up to me to for me to be able to let her pass and not totally lose everything. Okay, but there's a part two to this, go ahead and, and I hear it. you. Now, a person can come to you and say, "Now, because it could be a warning." Now, God gives warnings, okay, but He's always going to give you the solution to that warning, mm. right? So. Let's just say your mother is about to die, right? A, a, a prophet picks up, oh my gosh, your mother's going to die because this person that is around her is poisoning her, or doing something like this. Tell your mother it's a warning. She need to leave that person alone. Mm. That's different because it's not instilling fear, but it's, 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 it's alert. It's an alert. It's an it's alert because he says something. it in a word that he will always, before he does anything in the earth, he's going to alert his prophets first, right? So that's a little different because now you have the solution to a problem and you're warning somebody like, hey, stay away from that person because of X, Y, and Z. And that goes diff- d- deeper because the solution is most most often obedience. Mm, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. He's going to ask you to do or tell you to do something that, and, and, and that's what people don't understand. Like he gives us free will, he gives us free will, but he's going to tell you to do something and like, when you have those dreams and you have those things at the front of your mind and you see a clear warning and a heads up and you still choose to go about it the other way, it's kind of like, like, and this is another thing, God don't punish per se, but he will let, if you disobey him, whatever well, happens, well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, God, I want you to finish. Cause I was going to say, because it is, I, I, because I, I know a lot of people are like, well, why did he let this happen? And it's just like, well, he gave you a way to go you didn't go away he's not necessarily going to protect you for the bruises you take when you go down that path if you go the wrong way he's not going to necessarily just protect you from that because he told you not to do it but what are you gonna say about the because i know the punishment thing is a is, is a thing go ahead it's i i personally wouldn't even say it's a punishment i think it's more so he letting you feel the repercussions of what it's like to be outside of his will you know because so there's three different ways to be either within God's will or out of his will. So you have God's perfect will, you have God's permissible will, and then you're out of his will, right? So his perfect will is the plans that he has already destined for you, the way that he would want you to do it, right? Verbatim. Then his permissible will is like, well, I really didn't say for you to do that, but I'm going to allow it. Allow it, right, right, right. I'm going to allow you to do that, you know, because at the end of the day, I could still see I'm going to get, I'm, it's going to be some good in there somewhere, right? Some good in there for for him to do that, right? But then when you're completely out of his will, he like, all right, and I got to take my hands off you, you know, and it's not that he's beating you up; it's more so what happens what comes with the territory when you're out of his protection it's just what comes with the territory it just is what it is so it's either you could do it your way or you could do it his way i mean you you could take your pick you could still do it your way but you just know it's gonna come with a lot of riffraff it's gonna come with a lot of struggle a lot of hustle and Mm -hmm. and i can hear somebody right now that's gonna listen to this podcast and say well there are plenty of people who are doing all kind of stuff that's living a good life and I want you to know, baby. But you got to go to scripture for that to, to know because he speaks to that. Yeah, but, you know, for one, it's temporary, right? It may look like they live in a life. It's temporary. And two, people only show you what they want you to know. So they may have success monetarily, but why is it that we see all these millionaires that's blowing their brains out? Yeah. Because he gave you a reprobate mind. He handed his mind back over to you. Oh, you don't need me? Okay, cool. Here you go. And so now you're wrestling with all these these spirits that's telling you to kill yourself. You're unhappy. You're dealing with depression. Uh, You wonder Mm. why you can't keep a marriage, right? Mm. You got all this money and wondering why your wife can't stay. You look good and you find a death. You stay in the gym 10 times a week and you wonder why you ain't been married yet. Something more there. So let me ask you this. Let me build on that. Because sometimes people have this 
thing in their mind and our mind, and I'm guilty as well, that if you're obedient to God, things work out perfectly. Mm, it does not. Now, okay, so it <clears throat> Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. Okay. Time for everything. At, there is a season for everything. God <laughs> That's what my last in, episode was about. <laughs> God works in seasons, cycles, okay? It is in his timing. And typically right. when you're in a bear season, it's because he's prepping you for a new situation. He's prepping because this is the thing. We pray for a lot of things that we're really not prepared for, mm. right? Yo, and he's like a so, father. He know we're not ready for them choice. Go ahead. Right, He and he chastens those who he loves, right? So- so basically, <laughs> so basically, in those barren seasons, it's forcing you into repentance. It's forcing you to grow. It's building your faith because we know the Bible says that it is impossible to please God without faith. It is basically is building you and making you stronger for the seasons of fruit. Because mm. if you were to go just it's just like uh, the story in the Bible about the um the prodigal son. Oh, yeah. He wanted right, his inher- he wanted his inheritance early, went out and blew it, right. right? Went broke, and then he ended up coming back home. God is not going to give you something that's going to destroy you. If you at got $10 million today and you are uh and you're a drug addict, it will kill you. Even even lower than that. That's why we try to tell people if you can't deal with ten thousand dollars, what makes you think you're gonna be able to deal with ten million dollars? And that's what I'm saying. It's going to be worse dealing at more money. It's just going to be more hurtful for you in the long run. And I believe, and I believe wholeheartedly God knows that when we ask for this stuff. Right. So those seasons of sorrow, those seasons of barrenness, those seasons of, of, it just feel like everything has been dried up. It's because it could be one or two things he's pulling. He's preparing you for the next season. Or it could just be he's no longer in that space. He's moved on to something else. And a lot of times we be trying to force something and God done moved on. He done moved on. I can attest to that. Yep. So that's another sign, right? Is it if if this situation is dried up, what is God trying to show me? Is he showing me that he's moved on or is he bringing me back into a space to grow closer to him so I can hear instructions on what I need to do next to build this thing back up? Right. Because a lot of times he'll pull his hand from something if he see that you don't got beside yourself. Correct. You get too arrogant or start believing ah. that it's too much of your work and not and not him. You're like, oh, I did this. I was able to accomplish this. Yeah. Pride comes before the fall. Yep. Yep. Mm, yeah. So let me ask one let me ask um one thing because you're 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 so much stuff to build on. So when it comes to these signs and, and and people just uh, associating the signs with the goodness, um so you gave us, because uh, I, I guess I want to, uh, people to be able to discern signs quicker is another thing that I, I have. I know. Go ahead. Speak on, speak on, because like, it's kind of like, it's so many steps to this, because once you're able to understand the signs and know how to test them and whatnot, you kind of want to be able to do them quicker, because just like you said, sometimes God operates within these seasons. Oh, retesting. That's why I want to ask you. So how do you feel about retesting or repeating when it comes to God trying to show you signs? Do you think uh, he, I think he does. I think he's a retester. Personally. I definitely think so. Uh, and he definitely will continue to show you the same sign over and over again until you get it. Um, for sure. And I really think in order to recognize a sign quicker you have to be in tune with the holy spirit I'll, I'll tell you this when i the more deliverance i went through even yeah the more deliverance i went through and just the more spiritually in tune i am right um right off the back it, it, it i may pick it up in a text message i may pick it up in a conversation that i'm having from somebody right, right, i right. instantly can discern what's going on in the situation and so you may need to do a show on discernment because discernment itself is what's going to help people recognize the signs you know we can pray we can fast and and look for the fruit of the spirit and right. read the bible right. but all of that all that's doing is building up your spirit of discernment Correct. And, and and it was you who actually had, um because I didn't know what it was, but it's just like, if something's not right, 
I don't even always speak on it to that person or or in that situation, but I could tell the other person like, yo, that's not that's not it. And it was you who was like, okay, you you and this was prior to me telling you. Now the people who listen to me know like my prayers often include let me have spiritual, humble, but spiritual discernment. And it was you who actually opened it up to like, yeah, that's a form of discernment when you're able to see those things real quick and and, and move past them. And um I know with me, a lot of times discernment may include a no or sacrificing something that you're familiar with. And that's where, and I'm just speaking to myself, I get caught up a lot with the obedience thing. So it's kind of like if you ask for it, it's just so loaded. If you ask for it and you don't use it, then I do think that he will like dampen it or uh, take you out of the, the 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 will or the um walk with the Holy Spirit. If you're not using what you're asking for, if you're asking for a sign or asking him to help you and he tell you and you don't do it, then I think he's kind of like, OK, you have to. And this goes back to us saying you have to kind of see what's going on when you're outside of my will. And then that brings in repentance and you seeking him again. So it is almost like a cycle. And I think it's important people understand you can get stuck in this cycle. You can be stuck in this cycle. As for the like- Israelites, when they left Egypt, <laughs> and it was only supposed to be 11 days in the wilderness, and it turned into 40, 40 years. <laughs> I can imagine, man. <laughs> like, yo, it takes this little, like, and I look at the maps, right? So I looked at that map at the distance from where they were trying to go. And it's just like, how did my thing is nobody stumbled upon the new land in 40 years. How did you walk in circles for 40? Yeah. I'm surprised a little kid didn't run off somewhere and get lost and stumble upon it. I mean something, but, but it goes back to what we're talking about. Distractions that too. Mm -hmm. You distracted from your goal. Like it's little, it's little stuff that I didn't even realize until I reread it. Like where did they get the clothes from? He kept their clothes together for that long. He could have just made your stuff peel off of you. He provided food with you for less. So even though you going through this wilderness, he's still looking out for you. But I feel like the complaints was a distraction. It was. uh, But, you know, it wasn't even. uh, But here's the issue. And this is why our mindset has to be renewed in Christ. Right. Because they still had the mindset of Egypt. Yeah. No matter and that's another thing. So you have to change your mind about your situation first before you can even see it in another way. Um, because in their mind, they were so used to doing things the Egyptian way. So now that they're in the wilderness, the wilderness was basically to pull that out of them. It it, it was to pull all the old brokenness, all the idols up out of them. And instead of seeing that for what it was, they got mad with God. Like, well, why would you... Why, why are you punished? They didn't see it as a, this is God renewing me. They saw it as God is punishing, punishing us. Because I think it, it was plenty of times when they were like, you should have just left us in Egypt. And as I'm mm-hmm. reading the Bible, I'm like, man, he should have obliterated us right then. Right well, you then, see, he should have just- <laughs> But you see, none of them ever made it to the promised land. Right, the kids, the, the next generation did. Mm-hmm. He and he made sure that he was like, oh, y'all ain't gonna bring that mindset yeah. over here. Nah, yeah, I'm but, good. Because it's just like, how dare we? But even in that story, it still shows me the bigger picture of like his grace. Mm. Like so many times, if you was just like, think about if you had ultimate power and the thing that you're like taking care of, just constantly like, yo man, just constantly coming at you and be like, man, why you, why this, why that? You should have just left us alone. Like so many times now that's where intercession comes in. Right. Cause a couple of times, you know, Moses and a couple of people had to be like, yo, please, please don't obliterate them. Right. But um, I think it's important that we also realize when, just like when you said, when we pray and we ask from stuff from God, we need to be making sure that we really ready to accept that and go through and take on what goes with that. Otherwise, we're going to be complaining about it. Because, baby, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. I definitely believe, although my beliefs have shifted tremendously right. since uh, my last business and my my YouTube channel, I will say that it definitely prepared me for where I believe I'm going because mm. to have that amount of people on social media and they constantly coming at you in the comments. Yeah, all the they, time. Oh, I my couldn't goodness. even imagine that. I couldn't even I imagine mean, like every day. I had an attitude and yeah. I used to clap. I was a clapback queen. You hear me? 
<laughs> I've seen posts where you said like stuff towards the people who are being out of line. Yeah. Okay. Now, if that was to happen, I'll look at it and be like, bless your heart. Because now I can discern one, what spirit is using you to come at me. Okay. Right. right. Two, it kind of lets me know. I feel like when I receive a text now, it lets me know the space that I'm in. It lets me know I'm in a good space. Right. right? right. Um, I just look at it differently. It doesn't affect me how it used to. And I think it used to affect me really, really bad because I suffered from the spirit of rejection as a kid. Mm. I suffered uh, from, you know, various insecurities. And so when you are constantly seeking validation from external beings, any little thing that they say, even if they didn't mean it that way, it's, it's gonna, gonna like, put a it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> irritate you, okay? And so now that I'm in a different space, it's kind of like okay, you know, uh, all right, whatever. Cause baby, I done had some people comment on some stuff recently on a video that's not even mine. That's a video of me, and I just I couldn't even respond. And it was a it was a lie. It was a lie, and I had to be okay with being lied on. I had to be okay. And, and, and that goes back to us still kind of talking about signs and how signs don't always mean everything's going to be perfect. Just like you just said, sometimes he's going to send you through something that don't have nothing to do with what you're going on, do, handling right now. Like even with me, when I look at some of the things I went through, like with my job, with management, organization, punctuality and stuff like that, I'm able to stop when sometimes, right? Not all the time. When I get annoyed and be like, Okay, I can see how, like, bro, if you can't handle this, how are you going to talk in front of, like, 10,000 people or 1,000 people or 500 people if you can't talk in front of 15 people and hold your own? You know what I mean? So it's like I try to look at things like that and look at it from that point of view. Facts. Um, at, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I don't know. I, I just think just to go back and recap on what we've spoken about, the first, you know, and just to recap, because we talked, we talked about a lot today, but just to recap, you know, recognizing the signs and that sort of thing. Like, like I said, half the battle is being able to know that God is even speaking to you. And you can do that by removing distractions and really um, like healing deliverance so that you can feel comfortable sitting within your own company. And it's within your own company that you are able to really build that relationship with God and be still hmm. enough to know when he's speaking. And then the second thing was basically increasing our fasting, our prayer and reading of scripture to know um, when to God is, yeah, how to, how to, how to, how, well, yeah, test the spirit, but also increasing the discernment enough to know that God is speaking because it's, I mean, or how he speaks to you. Right. Because it's about building that relationship. We already know. I forgot about that. Go ahead. Yeah. So we already know. Um, knowing that God is speaking is one thing, but how and when he speaks is another. Right. So now we got to go through healing and deliverance. Now we um, we have to increase our fasting, our prayer um, and and. Which is building our relationship, and I think that's so right. important. I didn't mean to interrupt, yep. but that's so important. You have to know your relationship with him. His relationship with you is not the same with everybody else. But, but. Yep, and so basically when you do that, you increase your discernment to know how he's dealing with you, how he speaks, when he speaks, right? And then the bonus is even after you receive the sign is check testing it with the fruit of the Spirit. Is the fruit of the Spirit there? Um, and if you don't know what that is, you can go and find it in Corinthians. I think it's first Corinthians, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's I can't. First Corinthians. Yeah. Um, I always tell them to go do some research, though. Go, yeah, because go, go I was going to give them. I was going to give them the, the the fruits of the spirit, but I'm like, nah, I'm going to let them go look it up. Yeah, if you really um, want it, you'll go look it up. That's what right. I tell and my so people, you, my you test you test the sign against the fruit of the spirit, but you also test it against scripture. Um, and so I really think that is the main thing. But last but not least, even when you get a sign, you got to ask yourself, when is this supposed to be implemented? Mm. What season of my life am I in when I receive this sign? Because you can send yourself on a wild goose chase and it's not time yet. 
but his timing is different. I always say that. God's way is different. different. It's different. Way, way different. So, you know, listen, Trey, thank you so much for having me on here. I hope I didn't scare off any of your listeners because your girl over here, I can't help but talk about God. I love the Lord. Okay. Uh, it's in everything that I talk about, but I truly hope that maybe this intrigues you guys to want to come listen to my podcast. Again, every episode won't be like this, but it is to equip entrepreneurs, creators, and leaders um, and become the best version of themselves holistically, not just from a spiritual per- perspective, but we're talking about mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, right? In order for you to truly grow and be the person that it is you need to be. So feel free to follow me over at Mila Ministries. I started a new Instagram. So if you see the the follower count, just know it's a real, it's a real page. I'm just starting from the bottom. You can follow me there. Um, and also over at YouTube at Mila TV. Yes, at Mila TV. And it, it was so good. And hopefully, I don't know, y'all come join your girl. I hope y'all like, you know. Well, we're going to definitely, and- we're definitely going to send them your way. I'm going to drop these links into the description. And um, like she said, she's more than just, you know, spiritually inclined. She knows what she's talking about with this business. She knows what she's talking about. She's helping me, even me with video. I told y'all that. So, she is a woman of many, 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 many positive things, man. And um, you guys know how I do. I always try to bring the cream of the crop, the most righteous people around. She's no different. Y'all support her like y'all support me. She'll be back. Trust me. We're going to work out a way to get her back. And um, I appreciate you so much for rocking with us. And anything that I can ever do inside or outside of this, you know, you have an ally for sure. And I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Medicine Ball. Until we get get together again next week, this has been my first official video recording. Thank you again, Mila. Y'all stay up. I love y'all. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.